Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 1233 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you on Oilers Now. Small world, eh? Just uh, had Cam Moon on, former play by play voice of the Red Deer Rebels. I uh, bumped into the Pinchuk brothers in Vegas at the start of the year, and one of their sons is best friends with Brandon Hagel. And we ended up going out for dinner with these guys. They're great guys. Uh, They're in the directional drilling business and uh, had a conversation. So uh, who knew that Brandon Hagel would become uh, a major asset for the Chicago Blackhawks? Small world. Let's go off to the River Cree Resort Casino hotline. Elliot Friedman. One of the most plugged-in men in the business from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Makes his appearance every Friday in orders now for Mid-City Construction Management. Providing you with the highest quality and most cost-effective solutions in the safest way possible. Visit mid-city.ca. Hi, Elliot. How you doing? I'm good. Okay, I might be slightly distracted while we do this. Um, I think the Hagel deal to Tampa Bay involves... Chicago sending a couple of mid-round draft picks to Tampa for, uh, along with Hagel in exchange for two firsts and maybe some other prospects. But I don't have it down now. So, Bob, if I'm a bit distracted, please understand that that's what I'm working on. Yeah, I will tell you that as of 20 minutes ago, Hagel did not know where he was going. And so now, obviously, he knows that he's going well, to. Are you, are you in his room or something like no, that? No, I had somebody reach out to him. So, um so it's uh, this is and it's interesting what Tampa Bay is doing here by getting some later round picks back when they move the first. This is something that the Maple Leafs have done, and mm-hmm. and it just gives you a chance. Okay, you you move your first, but if you get a fifth, a sixth, or a seventh, you still get a swing with a pick a little bit later on, and you never know how that guy pans out. And it's a very and and, and I'm going to say this right now with the Edmonton Oilers, I think Edmonton should go get a third pairing left shot D. I'm not talking about, like Hampus Lindholm's obviously getting traded. Edmonton's not in on Lindholm. They got lots of prospects coming, but they, they, I would give up a, a third or fourth for a third pairing left shot D. Elliott, but I'd want a sixth or a seventh back in that trade just so I could get an asset back that I might be able to use at the draft down the road. So I'm, I don't have, you know, I don't run out of draft capital. So, uh, 
you could just jump in at any time if, as you continue to monitor stuff over your phone here. No, no, you know, I think, I, like, like Merrick reported the other night that one guy that you guys had looked at or had talked about with Columbus was Dean Kukon. And I, I think that's the kind of player that you're looking at. Uh, I, I don't think that one's going to happen, but that's kind of where uh, I, I'm thinking you're going to do. I'm not, I'm not expecting any blockbusters out of Edmonton right no. now. I just, you know, Lindholm's going to cost a first rounder for sure. And, you know, I remember what Ken Holland told you. He's only dealing the first rounder if he thinks they can win, and or it's like a high, to, a mid to high twenties pick. And right now, that's and not they get what it, it is. And, and the contract carries forward beyond this year, like Brandon Hagel for Tampa Bay. Yes. They did the same thing with Barkley Goodrow and Coleman before. I actually thought there was a chance Jake Evans might get moved in a similar type of deal for Montreal. He's at $1.7 million. He's a legitimate... Yeah, that's not a bad idea. He's a legitimate mm-hmm. bottom six center, and so it's it's going to be interesting. I'm going to... Let me ask you a question, and this will get everybody all fired up. So don't radio me on my, on my own show. <laughs> do you think Zidane Chara can still play? Yeah, I do. I, I just think the role... you, you got to be careful with the role, right? Um, 15 you know, I, minutes I, I a think... game. 15 minutes a game, PK, yeah. left shot, third period. Yeah, like uh, kills people in your zone in the playoffs, like that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, he's, look, he's, he's obviously he's slowed down quite a bit, and at times this year uh, it's been noticeable. Uh, but, you know, I, I like, I'll, I'll tell you this. If, if I was a team that um, was had a certain amount of structure to it, I, I would think about it. Absolutely. The guy has been a you know, but as long as he's not like a top four guy. Like if yeah, you're no, no, he's a top no. four guy, that's no third pairing left anymore. shot D. I want a guy that's got some bite, toughness, and can kill penalties in that role in the third pairing. And is you know, I mean, the Oilers have Russell. In theory, they were supposed to have Cuckoo. He's taken Ken Holland, telling us a personal leave. And uh, you know, Broberg, there, there, there's some excitement in him. He's down right now, so that they can bring him up later on if need be. It's just just a, a guy. I mean. Some people have mentioned Jacob Middleton from San Jose, and I'm like, well, wait a sec here. What about Chari? Seven hundred and fifty thousand bucks. Now he he's you know he was very good friends with Pete Chiarelli, and so I don't you know I don't know if that means anything or not, but just food for thought. All right, uh, what's so we're waiting on the Hagel uh, return. What are you hearing on Claude Giroux with Philadelphia? So I think what's going on here is that Giroux is. I think at the end of the day he's going to Florida. I think that's where he said he's wanted to go. Um, you know, like when the team left for Ottawa last night, I heard they were under the impression that that's where he's going. Um, I, you know, I think Florida, knowing that, has kind of lowballed Philly a bit. And I, I think Philly would like to uh, do better. I've heard they think that Colorado's offer is better. I just don't think that his preference is Colorado. So um, I think that uh, I, I, I think. Uh, Did you get it? No, not yet. Uh, I got another ding, another ding. Um, I I also heard. So I I think I think what happened is he is. I think he's going to end up in Florida. I think at the end of the day they're going to do right by him because that's where he wants to go. But Philly just feels that Florida's offer isn't great, and so now you've got to get to something that makes Philly a little happier. Or, you know, at the end of the day, I think Florida knows that that's where Giroux wants to come, and they've got the hammer because of that. 
And but I, I think Philly's looking at it and saying it still has to be reasonable. It still has to be reasonable. And I don't think they feel it's there yet. Like the, the wild thing about this yesterday, Bob, and you can have some, you understand what this is like being uh, like a member of the media. You got everybody telling you it's going to be Florida and you've got really good sources saying it might be, but don't, but don't say definitively he's going to Florida yet. So that says to me, there's still things to work on. Well, we talked about Chris McFarland last week. I saw him in Philly a couple of weeks ago and he was there for multiple games, the assistant GM of the Colorado Avalanche, who you think may get promoted at some point in that organization shortly. I do. All right. Uh, Elliot Freeman for Mid-City Construction Management from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Hampus Lindholm not playing tonight. They've already moved Manson out. Uh, the asset requirement is going to be at least a number one for Hampus Lindholm. Who's going to get in on him? I think that Lindholm is... Uh I think that Lindholm is going to be some combination. I think Toronto likes him, but I just don't think they're going to pay the price. So I'm looking at Boston. I'm looking at St. Louis. I'm looking at um, uh, I, I'm looking at who else? Am I? Boston, St. Louis, uh, L.A. I'm not sure Anaheim would deal with L.A. Right. But Anaheim, but L.A. is looking for a left shot D. I don't think Carolina is too crazy about rental. I think they like left shot knees, but I, I don't know that they'll pay that price for a rental. There's, there's a bit of an organizational philosophy that way. Um, you know, the one team I kind of wonder about, I just don't know how they'd make it work, but there's some organizational ties to him. Is, is the team just a little bit south from you? Yeah. Um, you know, I think the other thing, too, is that Calgary's already, they've already, you know, they traded three picks for Yarncroke. They traded a first-rounder for Toffoli, and they got him for two more years. I don't know if they can do it, but they've got Bob Murray and Daryl Sutter there, right? And, you know, Murray knows him obviously well, and Sutter was a guest coach with Dallas Aikens for a couple of years, so or a year. So I, I think, like, you know, I could see Calgary at least saying, we've got people that know him. You know, how much should we consider this? But, you know, those teams looking for, I think, Boston, St. Louis, you know, Toronto, L.A., Carolina, but again, not crazy about rentals. Those are the teams that are looking for left-hand D. So those are the teams I kind of look at. You know, Anaheim's an interesting team. They're way down at the bottom of the pay scale on, on team salary. R- Ricard Raquel is also a UFA. And, and I'll be honest with you, I've, I like this guy. I don't care if anybody else. I, I like Nicholas Deloria. He's a very effective player. Uh, and I'm just looking, if Edmonton ends up playing Calgary, they could use a little bit of muscle in the, in the lineup, and that guy can flat-out fight. So any chance they move uh, Raquel or Deloria up front from the Ducks? I think it's very possible. Um, I think it's. I think it's very possible. I mean, Raquel just has a bit of an injury right now. I don't think it's serious, but I think he's getting moved. And Delory, I think, is possible too. Um, you know, there's in, like like I just think that what happened was uh, that Pavlovich just had to, it reached a point where he said, "Okay, are any of these guys resigning?" and uh, you know, I heard last night he was told that, that Lindholm wasn't, and now he's really going to get going. Yeah. Seattle, Kraken. Um, Carson Soucy is a player that our fans in Edmonton like. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, completely capable, in my opinion, of playing 15 to 17 minutes as a third-pairing uh, left shot D and can flip over to the right side, potentially, if Edmonton were to, say, you know, accelerate Broberg next year. They've also got Mason Appleton, a restricted free agent. Marcus Johansson's UFA there. Even Blackwell, I could see potentially getting moved. He's a useful sort of 
11, 12, 13 forward. How active do you think Seattle's going to be? I think Seattle, well, the big one is Giordano. Like, I've heard with Susie, um, it's it's a situation with Susie where I think it depends on the offer. Yeah. It's not impossible, but they're not taking what they think is a low ball. Giordano is a tricky one because I think they'd like to move him. They're looking for a first-rounder based on what happened with Sherratt. I'm just not sure, you know, what's the, what's available for him right now. I think I think what could happen is the teams that are in it, because a lot of the teams are going to be on Lindholm might also be in on Giordano. So I think that teams might be looking at it and saying, we've got to save our first for Lindholm before we see here. Um, but, like, I think Toronto's in. I, I would say if 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 – if a first-rounder is not required for Giordano, and I think right now it is, I think that drives up the possibility he ends up in Toronto. Um, uh, in, in Toronto. And that's, that's kind of where I think he could end up, but I don't think Toronto wants to pay a first to do it. And like I said, I heard on Susie, I just think they, they won't accept the low ball for him. It's got to be a good offer. Bob, uh, just kill for about a minute, okay? All right, I can fill. Uh, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Uh, this text comes in, Bob, I just feel our forward depth is as deep as it's going to be for a long time once everybody's healthy. Why Holland won't make a splash is ludicrous. Anything can happen when you make the playoffs. Get Chikrin. Uh, and as hard as you can, get a goalie, and let's make a push here. Well, I see Edmonton adding a, third, a, a, a D. Uh, and, you know, Duncan Keith's playing 20 minutes a game, and he's like plus nine on the year. I know some of you eight plus minus. The Oilers are moving uh, moving the charts on five-on-five five play since Woodcroft's come in. This text comes in saying, Bob, curious, where is Marcus Niemelainen? At this moment, he might be at the hospital. His wife is due. I, I don't think he's going to play tonight for Bakersfield. His wife's uh, due. And uh, he and Philip Broberg are down at this time. And then Edmonton can theoretically use one of four recalls. The plan for Malone is to emergency recall him if there's an injury at center. But Niemelainen and Broberg could be options. Skinner as well and maybe Holloway later in the year. Uh, Rob has texted us to say, oh man, Florida and Tampa are loading up. What's Kyle Dubas thinking right now? They were supposed to contend this year between the Florida teams and the Canes. What a nightmare from Rob. Rob, fair comment. Absolutely. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Again, you can text us at any time. Uh, Bob, we need a Delorier here. He could be a difference maker in the series. Well, Delorier can play, too. He's a, he's a pretty effective player. So, Brendan, you just let me know when Elliot's good to go again. I, I don't want to – he's good. All right, let's go back yeah. to Elliot. Any uh, further news? Uh, Hagel's going to Tampa Bay with two fours for two firsts and prospects. Obviously, uh, I'm still working on the prospects. Okay, and it's not—it's not somebody like Kachuk or Radish. It's a—it could be. It could oh. be. Yep, it could be. Okay. I don't know for sure yet. I—I've heard both those names mentioned, but I don't know for sure. Jacob Chikrin, Arizona. I know he's banged up. Uh, is he still in play? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it, it's it's interesting to say the least at this time, Elliot. Uh, a lot of a lot of the Oilers fans want Delorie. They like uh, they like Carson Soucy as well, and they, I think they realize it's going to be a smaller deal for Edmonton. Mark Andre Fleury. Do you think anything moves there in Chicago, or do you think he stays there? Does he end up in Toronto? Does he end up in Vegas? And does Vegas mm-hmm. get after it? Uh, Fleury. I don't like. They've denied they're doing 
they've denied they're doing uh, flurry. So until I'm told otherwise, I, I'll take them at face value. Uh, is there anything – would St. Louis in a perfect world like to move out Bennington so they had the cap mm-hmm. space to sign Huso ne- uh, this summer? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think that they are – well, he's out there, but what's the market for him, Bob? $6.4 million. I'm Not big, I would suggest you. So – Okay, well, uh, Elliot, here's what we're going to do. Uh, look, you're busy. I'm it, sorry, Bob. I'm, Bob. I'm really sorry. I know. You're I, trying I, to... I've got a million you got, things. you got to think. Hey, it's all good. Look, we appreciate you joining us, and uh, take care and have a great show on Monday, okay? All right, Bob. Take care. I apologize, buddy. It's Speak to you later. It's all good. Uh, that is Elliot Friedman uh, from NHL Hockey and Rogers, one of the most plugged in men in the business for Mid-City Construction Management, providing you with the highest quality and most cost-effective solutions in the safest way possible, visit mid-city.ca. Again, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We'll tell you that guests on the show receive certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night of the town. Every meal is on occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. 9990 Jasper Avenue, Roos Chris Steak. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Else when we come back, uh, we're going to get to some of your texts and to the Owners Now Injury Report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Subscribe to the Oilers Now Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. All right. It's 1251 in Edmonton. And we do finally have the full trade involving Brandon Hagel. That's right. Purse Frank Valley. This is less than a minute ago uh, to the Chicago Blackhawks. In exchange for Brandon Hagel and two fourth rounders go two first round picks. And Bob, you were right. Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk both alongside two first round picks. What a haul. I guess it was a lucky guess. Can't believe that's what they got. That that's incredible. To, so two first round picks, Radish and Kachuk were both second round picks of the Tampa Bay Lightning. They've been waiting on these guys for a couple of years. They're both big. Um, Radish was second round, 58th overall, 2016, and Kachuk was second round, 44th overall. So they were two picks in the 2016 draft. They're both around six foot three, six foot four. Radish played with Connor McDavid in Erie. And is uh, he, he can shoot the puck, and uh, Kachuk missed the game in Edmonton due to uh, COVID protocol. Two first round. That is an. Uh, it's got to be stated. 
That's a great return for the Chicago Blackhawks. I mean, you got to give credit where credit is due there. And the Hawks management, I mean, they hit the home run on that trade. Tell me what you think. Give us your initial – with all due respect to Brandon Hagel, who's had a great year. He's got 21 goals this year. The two fourth-round picks the Bolts get back, that's so they stay in the fray. And you're going to see more – so there's there's a ledger that teams use on evaluation on draft picks. I mean, fourth-round pick, you're looking at, I don't know, 7 to 10% chance that a fourth-round picks, but you still want the swings. And again, if I'm the Oilers trading a second or third rounder for a guy like, theoretically, let's just say it ends up being a second rounder for a Susie, I want a fifth or sixth back in that deal. If they can get, and I don't know if Seattle would even do that, but the, I'd want that back to get the pick. You have two four, two first round picks, Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk. Yeah. Crazy times. It's, I'd say that's a terrific trade by the Chicago Blackhawks. Total, total, uh, wow. I'm, I'm sort of in shock that they got that much. And for years, we kept on hearing Kachuk and Radish, Kachuk and Radish. Jeff Jackson's going to be happy, I can tell you that. Uh, Kyle Davidson, good trade. Big time first trade, no question about it. It is 12.53 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. Guess I got lucky. To the Oilers Now Injury Report, brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. It's this simple. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang at James H. Brown, they're the best. That's all there is to it. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Ken Holland was on our show Wednesday saying 10 to 14 days before he's going to be ready. I think the hope is that maybe he plays in the 26th against the Calgary Flames. You know he'd be centering Fogle and Derek Ryan when he comes back into the lineup. So uh, the Oilers got Chris Russell and Yessa Pugliarvi back last night. Kyle Turris remains in LTIR along with Oscar Kleppbaum. Theoretically, the Oilers could put Nugent Hopkins on LTIR as well and still make him eligible to play in the 26th against the Is that right? I'd have to do the math there uh, against the uh, Calgary Flames. So uh, they can go down that path. For the New Jersey Devils, they have used six goaltenders so far this season. And injuries are part of the uh, factor for them. Mackenzie Blackwood's probably supposed to be their number one goaltender. He has a left heel injury. Jonathan Bernier has been uh, shut down for the season with hip surgery. Miles Wood, a player I've loved out of New Jersey for years, has not played all season. He's got a hip uh, uh, surgery as well. Yanni Kalkinen is out with a wrist problem. Pavel Zaka has a shoulder injury. Uh, they did not play Andreas Johnson the other night in Calgary due to an illness. So I mentioned the six goaltenders. Blackwood has appeared in 23 games. John Gillis, a former Flames farmhand, spent seven years in the AHL. He's played 15 games. Uh, they got Dawes uh, up right now, and he's uh, 14 games. Guy that played with Canadian World Junior Program. Uh, 9-18 in the NHL, 9-02 in the uh, NHL, 9-18 in the American Hockey League. And then uh, Akira Schmidt also got into six games, and so did uh, Wedgwood before he got moved over to uh, the Arizona Coyotes. So they've used a lot of guys. Uh, the order is getting healthier, and I think we're seeing the uh, response. And, and, again, I think Kyle Davidson, that is a home run haul. It's got to be. Like Tampa Bay stepping up, no question, stepping up. Uh, Bob, what would Delorier cost, and could the Oilers actually be looking at him? Like you, I'm a fan of the player. I would have to think that Anaheim would try to get a two. I'm thinking 
a third might make sense for him. I think you got to take a shot trying to get him. Bob, who is a Hagel comparable to our team? Ah, I, I would say Hagel's more of a comparable to Blake Coleman. And Tampa Bay gave up a first to get home, uh, Coleman, but Hagel's got two years left on his deal. And I'm getting guys texting me back from different teams around the league right now, and they cannot believe... Uh, they cannot believe the return that Chicago got. And you know what? If Tampa wins the Cup, they don't care. Again, you can text us anytime. Uh, Justin from the North wants to enter the fray on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. He says, Bob, excuse me if I missed the mark on this comment, but why should the Oilers fans care about picks and prospects? We do not have a history of developing players. We've had a couple now, but in the grand scheme of things, we have very poor development, so why not just trade them for help now? Thanks from Justin in the North. I would say right now the organization is tracking better developing players than in a long time. They've got a good farm team. They've got some defensemen coming on the left side. Broberg, Niemalainen, Samarukov, uh, potentially a right shot guy in Dehernay, a six foot seven guy, went plus four the other night. He's leading the American Hockey League at plus 33. Holloway's a decent prospect. They got Borgo and Holloway in the minors. Those are forwards or, uh, you know, prospects. Uh, Borgo's been out with a, a core issue, but is expected back in the next week or so. And then Petrov and Carter Savoy. I, I think Oilers fans are probably more excited right now about the pipeline than they've been in a while. But, Justin, you're entitled to your opinion. That is the beauty of this show. 12.57 in Edmonton. And again, you can text us at any time. 780-496-0063. Bob, would you rather have a fourth-round pick at this uh, point or a player like Benson and Marodi in their stages of the career? Well, Marodi was a six-round pick that Pete Shirelli traded a third-rounder for. He's been an excellent AHL player that hasn't been able to push it at the NHL level. Benson, you know, a very good AHL player. A second-round pick. Didn't pan out for Edmonton the way they were hoping. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Chris in Wasika says, Bob, did Tampa Bay just taint the trade market? Everybody seeing that trade is going to be asking way more for their guys, uh, making buying harder. I guess time will tell in that regard. It is 12.58 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer and Brendan Escott with you. Jam-packed second hour. Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. And then we'll hear from Brad Lauer, the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, and Ian Herbers, the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. But not before we go to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.